Hello and welcome to Anchored in Truth, the podcast about how life and the gospel collide. My name is Jonathan Lee and thank you for hitting play. Today I'm going to be talking about the most asked question I get for moving from California to Washington State. Uh, Before we get there though, I have not done a podcast in over two years. A lot has happened. Last podcast I did was about creativity and faith with my good friend Dirk Dallas, who is a professor at California University, a wonderful and very talented graphic designer, influencer when it comes to drones and the drone world, photos by drones. He has a book out as well as just a consultant for many, many wonderful things. You can check that out as a previous podcast. But And I love doing podcasts. Um, I just just kind of got stopped and couldn't make this as a priority. Uh, I have become a senior pastor in Washington State at Rome Community Bible Church. Um, during that time, obviously, COVID was going on. Um, I graduated with my master's in theology through Gateway Seminary. I um, adjusted to life and moving to a new place, a new position, uh, and a new culture. And so ultimately, life is busy. Um, And so this is something that I just really want to do. I love the interview process, but this time, this episode, I will be just addressing this question. I recently wrote a blog called um, The Most Asked Question I Get. And uh, mostly just because this is something I think my wife, Alyssa, and I have really processed kind of what led us to move. Um, I wish the answer was simple, like, well, you know, there's writing on the wall to move and it just happened, but that's not the case. We kind of had this journey and I kind of want to start this journey with you or share this journey with you just kind of in the process or just in these phases, because there's a lot to unpack. Um, One is to hopefully teach through this what God does in the midst of uh, just when there's difficulties or when there's trials, I think another aspect of it is really just me being honest, you know, what God did in my life. And so that's kind of like the, the point being with this and why, um, kind of what we hope for, what we desire through this and just want to teach you guys. So, um, yeah, as a lot has happened, um, we moved to the state of Washington of September of 2020 um, yes, it was during the midst of COVID, took over um, a position. Uh, the senior pastor previously retired, and so this church was looking for one. And I do get this question. My wife and I, I should say, get this question a lot. Why did we go from Harvest Christian Fellowship, this mega church in Southern California, to, of all places, Rome Community Bible Church, a small church, rural church, kind of like some would say out in the middle of nowhere, which I don't think it is, but some would say that um, in comparison, like, what was it? And, you know, I always give the answer of like, well, God called us. And and that's not a lie. I think the hands down, God definitely called us. Um, but I also feel like that's the safe answer to give people because I don't want to have to go into this long description or explanation of why. Um, how did God call us? How do we get to that point? And, you know, it's it's not that simple. Um, I think there's a lot of work that God was doing in me and my wife and us and um, both theologically um, understanding what is church? What is the role of a pastor? Um, what is kind of like my desire in that and like what God was teaching me? So there's a lot of this 
inner turmoil, if you will, of, of what that would look like. And so, yeah, I get a lot of people wondering when I tell them I went from, you know, from this church that was big. Uh, obviously, when I talk about Greg Laurie, his name is known um, around the United States because of his the large scale evangelism and his teaching. And so a lot of people kind of like understand that name and they're like, wait, you came from that church to hear why? And so I kind of want to just spend some time unpacking that in different episodes. Hopefully allows me just in a way to process it itself. And maybe it'll be a, just a teaching moment for some of those in who are called to ministry. Um, I do think that this is important to uh, pursue as we do have somewhat of a, um, you know, kind of what is a shepherd? I think that needs to be defined well today. Um, especially, especially go around and just different pastors, whether they have immorally failed and they're no longer in the position, um, unqualified. And I think those are just important things to understand what is a biblical perspective of a shepherd. Um, but so as I explore this answer as best as I can and try to answer it as easy as I can, um, I also show that it was an easy move. I was part of um, Harvest Christian Fellowship starting at when I was 24. Um, I was there for almost 20 years in different positions. I started out actually as a custodian. Uh, I was I was 18, and I really wanted to just kind of work at the church. Um, I was going and attending as a student there um, in youth ministry. Uh, I feel like that's where I really be- was saved uh, hearing the gospel clearly in a high school service, uh, high school midweek service. Um, I feel that uh, through that, God just opened doors and I just was really drawn to want to be at the church. And I didn't really have this goal of ministry. I just wanted to be at the church because I liked being there. Um, I was graduating high school at the time. I wanted a job that I was going to be flexible about college and um, being a custodian at the church worked out perfectly. I could work after school for a few hours, um, have a somewhat of a paycheck and get to be at the church and go to school. I was at the time going to California or was I was going to go to California Baptist University uh, and my major was Christian studies. So it just was perfect. And through a series of events, God opened the door. I became an intern in the youth ministry. Uh, a couple of years after that, uh, my wife and I got married. And then a year after that, I was asked to be the junior high pastor in 2006. And um, as I was a pastor in 2006, I did youth ministry for several years um, and just realized that there was this calling in my life in ministry that like solidified when I became a pastor. I only wanted to do ministry. Charles Spurgeon at his pastor's college defined a calling this way and an intense, all-absorbing desire for the work. And it's almost like if you could do anything else, then do it. And I didn't want to do anything else. I just want to do ministry. Now, it wasn't pastoral ministry was my aim or my end game, my end goal. It was just I wanted to serve the Lord. I wanted to be used by him. I love the Lord. I love being able to do anything for him. And so that kind of opened that, that desire. And it just kept opening doors, opening doors, and opening doors. Um, and so through that, in the course of ministry and my experience, you know, being a student at California Baptist University, graduating in Christian studies, being a pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship for several years, uh, there also became this other strong calling to lead a church. It was this intense, all-absorbing desire for the work of ministry. And I know that God is in charge. And so he was moving and doing things in both my wife's life and mine. And there's 
kind of started to be this uneasiness probably around 2015. So, you know, I was a pastor for almost 10 years at this point. Um, and I just had this strong desire to lead a church. It wasn't because I wanted to be the guy. I just had a desire to want to teach God's word faithfully. And I wanted to be used in a way that could just impact the, the, the local body, um, the church, and just be used to be able to be in that position. And so through praying, um, my wife and I went on a trip actually to the Pacific Northwest um, of all places. One is because we always wanted to go to Seattle. We love the, the topography. Um, it's a beautiful area. I would tell anyone, if you can visit the Pacific Northwest, maybe summertime because that's when you don't have to worry about as much rain, but it's beautiful. And where I live in Bellingham, we also have these islands as well as Mount Baker. And so they have even this event called Ski to Sea, which is going from the top of Mount Baker and this race, a relay race, all the way through even canoeing and kayaking uh, down to the bay. And so it's a beautiful area of God's creation, and I love it. But in that time, we went up kind of thinking like we'll pray and thinking God would speak to us right then and there. Uh, Lights would go on. We were moving. We're going to be used and uh, pastor a church. And obviously after that trip, nothing happened. There was no lights. There was no ringing bells. There was no clarification. And we just went back to Southern California and continued on in ministry, praying, just asking the Lord, do anything. And I had this conversation um, where I was really afraid to actually, I should stop and say, I was afraid of having a conversation because I knew what that meant. If I opened that door, um, it was going to be that that it was going to show that that I do have this desire, and I didn't know who I could trust at that time. Um, think there's this fear that I had. One is um, I was comfortable, you know, big church and getting paid decently. Um, there's benefits, so my family, you know, I knew that there's health care, there's retirement. Um, you know, there's the challenge of ministry, but overall, it was different. Like I'm like I, I became comfortable. And so I knew that would change. I also, I think there was this um, mindset that we were, you know, that was told among some of the other pastors. And it was, you know, probably true for some that that as they left, um, we would see how good we had it at Harvest. And so I think there was that fear, too, that was brought up like, man, uh, I don't know, leaving, that's going to be hard and challenging and those types of things. And we had great friends and in, in the city, my family, Alyssa's family is all in the city. Um, I wondered what it would look like. And so I think that weighed on me and kind of caused me not to uh, be so pursuing in this area. Um, I need to know now in hindsight that God had to teach me a lot. I had some maturing that needed to be done in my life. Um, I really need to have an understanding of what scripture says about what a pastor does and who is a pastor. Um, you need to understand, you know, what is the church? What's the function of the church? And really a lot of those things that I needed to wrestle with before I came into the position that I am in now. Also, also there's this process of me pursuing um, some opportunities. Um, God shut those doors. There was other ones that I'm like, Lord, I just felt like he said no. And so I shut those doors in one sense. And it was just kind of like this back and forth from 2015 to 2020, really of God working and doing those things. Um, And I honestly, in hindsight, ultimately see God's sovereignty in it. 
And that's what we see is that God in his sovereign hand and his perfect timing was working. And so I talked to any guy that's wanting to be a pastor, especially lead pastor. Um, you know, I think what I would encourage you to do this first and foremost, um, you know, are you seeking the Lord in prayer and really just having that time abiding in him and really presenting it? Cause he's going to put that calling. And I did, I had this burning calling, like I couldn't shake it. It wasn't like, Oh, that'd be cool. And then it went away. It was constant. Um, but I also think I had the fear of man at that time that I, and just was comfortable. And what dawned on me is God does not call me to be comfortable, but calls me to be dependent upon him. And that's the bigger picture is, am I dependent on him? And as I was getting older, um, I just realized like, I haven't really done anything hard. And I hindsight, yeah, I feel like I, you know, in that moment felt like I did hard things, but not really anything challenging that would evoke me to uh, invoke my faith to just trust the Lord for the next step to the next step to the next step. And that's really what needed to take place. And I think I just had to say, God, you got this. And it was from that moment of us going and praying that I really, he needed to do that work in me and through me of trusting him. And so if you're, you know, at a church right now and, you know, you have the Lord putting upon your heart of that calling, just like he called you into the ministry. Um, I do believe he calls you into positions, just like he could remove you from positions. Um, that I would just encourage you to really seek the Lord and trust him in that and be stirring that up. Also with my wife, um, it wasn't just me. Um, she had that going on in her too, in her own way. And through our conversations and praying together, um, you know, I think that's where it was. She would say, how come we didn't do this sooner? And I always say like, well, God's perfect in his timing. Yes. I feel like I was dragging my feet somewhat. And like, and I mentioned out of fear and being comfortable. Um, but I also see that, um, I'm glad that we did to trust him. And I think that's the big picture I would tell anyone is like, you get to see God work. And it's not easy, um, but I will say how good the church is now at Rome Community Bible Church and how they take care of my family and I. Um, and even through this, it's just we see how, you know, in his way, God is perfect in his timing. Um, so thankful that that it took that time. Um, I could see where, where I needed to grow in that area. I would tell also um, a pastor that, you know, as God is perfect in his timing, um, to be faithful where you're at, but also don't be afraid to, I would tell a pastor that would say, you know what, if the Lord's putting upon your heart, continue praying, you know, pray for those opportunities, seek godly counsel. Um, I'm thankful for the godly men that God has put in front of me and the people I got to talk to, um, to still, I, I admire and appreciate their wisdom in this. Um, I would tell you just, again, don't be afraid. Um, look what God's doing. Look what he can do. And you'd be amazed. Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, as this is a shorter podcast, I just wanted to share a little bit. I think more to come as I unpack, as I bring up what this means. And um, thank you. If you'd like to find more information, you can follow along. I have a blog. It's, it's pastorjohnlee.com. No H. It's pastorjohnlee.com. Uh, you can check it out more there uh, where I try to put up more information and through this and hopefully my wife will join uh, me on the next one as we get to talk a little bit about this journey 
and what it was like and kind of some other information that God was doing. So thank you so much. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Anchored in Truth. Again, my name is Jonathan Lee. You can find out more information about me. Go to pastorjohnlee.com. That is with no H, J-O-N-L-E.com.